This is episode number 34 with Tyler Wagner. Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 20-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, it is my mission to bring you empowering people and messages to help you learn anything and take control of your life while fulfilling your vision of success. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and school is now in session. All right, welcome back to the University of Life. We have a special guest today, my friend, Tyler Wagner. Tyler Wagner is the founder of Authors Unite, where he helps people write and market their first profitable book. He has helped over 300 people create passive income, become leaders in their field, start businesses from their books, and much more. He's also the best-selling author of Conference Crushing, a book designed to help business people and entrepreneurs maximize their return on investment at network events, conventions, and conferences. Now, most intriguing, when Tyler was 21, he dropped out of college to intern under the founder of Mastermind Talks. He got to see behind the scenes of how an amazing conference should be put together. He later realized that a lot of people were not maximizing their time at networking events. So that's when he decided to write his best-selling book, Conference Crushing, the book that has helped thousands of people maximize their return on investment at events. Tyler is also the founder of wagsmedia.com, where he helps people start and scale their businesses online. Wags Media helps people scale their businesses in numerous ways, including building websites, sales funnels, social media management, social media advertising, done-for-you podcasts, and gaining mainstream media coverage. And his passion is to help as many people as possible become authors and successful business owners. The feeling of holding his first book when he came in the mail changed his life, and he wants everyone to experience that. The feeling of intertwining what you love with their work is nothing less than bliss. He wants everyone to experience this feeling every day as well. And I can tell you firsthand from my experiences, this is a feeling that I hope everyone has. Holding your own book, a book that you wrote, a book of your truth in your hands, that's been one of the best memories in my life. I remember when it came to my doorstep and I opened up the package and it was right there. I'll never forget that day. And today, Tyler and I talked about uninterrupted focus and how it is so critical to get big projects done. We go over rules for focused success in a distracted world. We also go over the book writing process, uh, how to successfully launch a podcast, and how to get booked for interviews on other people's podcasts. All that and more in today's episode. And if you are listening to this right now, go ahead and show me that you're listening. Take a screenshot of this Post it on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore. And now without further ado, here is today's episode, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World with Tyler Wagner.
All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. We have Tyler Wagner in the house today, the founder of AuthorsUnite.com and WagsMedia.com. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thanks, brother. Happy to be here. Yeah. So right off the bat, let me give you some context and everyone else some context that, that you probably don't know. That interview that we did, what was that, May? It was the beginning of May. Yeah. You reached out to me on LinkedIn. We connected on there for you to, you were like, oh, I want to, you know, I'd love to have you on the show. And that was really exciting for me because believe it or not, that was actually my first interview ever. <laughs> and since, you know, my book hadn't come out yet. And, and since then I've had many, many. And I, you know, I remember after that interview, like listening back, I was like, wow, I'm so, I'm, I'm so good at this, you know? But then, but now that I listen back to it, uh, you know, what, however many months later. And, you know, after all the, pra all the, the practice I've had, I look back on that interview and I'm like, <laughs> I was an idiot. <laughs> I said, I said, um, so many times. Uh, but, but that was, that was my first interview. And I thank you for that opportunity you had given me when you had reached out to me. In May. Yeah, of course, man. We'll have to do it again. So yeah. if, if, if you're not happy with it, we'll definitely have to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny too. I talked way too much. Like your your all your uh, interviews are like five six minutes, and then mine sticks out like a sore thumb. Seventeen minutes. I oh, couldn't... that's fine though. That's good. <laughs> I, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we'll get into it now uh, with everything you do. Um, I really admire your work. I, you're, you're just one of those whiz kids with, I, I don't mean to say kid, but you're, you're a whiz kid with, with branding and, and marketing. And I just, I, and by the way, your podcast, you have a whole sort of system, great system set up where you've position, been able to position yourself in the top 100 on Anchor. Uh, yeah. Your podcast is in the top 100. You have over 100 reviews. I think it's 108 last I checked. Like you got an awesome system going on and you do like seven per week, seven episodes per week. So what is your purpose for, what is your why here? Why do you do what you do? Yeah. So, well, for the podcast, the podcast is really like a passion project. Um, and then it turned into also like growing the two businesses that you mentioned uh, in the beginning when you introduced me. Um, but yeah, at first what it was is like those two businesses, uh, that you mentioned, like I have them pretty well systematized. So I had created a lot of free time in my life and, you know, I read the four hour work week. I didn't create that much free time, but, <laughs> but I did learn a lot from that book and just, uh, growing my first business, um, authors unite, helping people publish and market their books. And I just learned how to like systematize a business. So I had this free time. I'm like, what do I want to do with this? So I was like, you know, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Then I found Anchor and that made it so like unbelievably easy um, to do. And I just love like what we're doing right now is like oddly one of my favorite things to do. Like I just love to connect, talk um, and see what comes of it. So with the podcast, that's what it allows me to do. And I meet uh, actually, I do actually like 40 a week. So I do a lot. I do. I know it's crazy. <laughs> um, it's, it's obnoxious a little, um, but I get to meet like 40 new people a week. So it's, it's just like, it's a win in all areas. Like I enjoy it. You know, when you grow your network to 40 new people a week, that obviously helps other areas of your life. 
So for in that one area, it's it's really just fun, but it, it leads to other good things as well. Right on. Yeah, this is some of my favorite stuff as well. I mean, granted, I mine are longer form and I only do one or two per week, but just the uh, just sitting down and connecting with another with another human, whether it's in person or it's uh, you know a video conference call like what we're doing now. I mean, it's just really really awesome to have these super soul conversations, if you will, yeah. with another human being. I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about here, you know connection it's like connect or, or die really that's how i feel like in in life i mean science kind of proves that too absolutely man if we want to get really deep too we're, we're just on a spinning rock so at the end of the day man we gotta we gotta talk to each other because it's wild out here man. yeah it's <laughs> wild out here <laughs> so uh you know what you know what's funny about you i've been noticing um the way yeah you, you're very good and methodical with your work and you kind of you have these systems in place where I'll email you and it'll, it'll come back <laughs> immediately. Thanks. Uh, I, I email you and it says, thanks for your email exclamation point reply to whatever the subject line was. Thanks for reaching out. I'm currently working on authorsunite.com. I'll respond <laughs> to your email as soon as possible. Smiley face. Talk soon, Tyler. And then you have all your links there. And it's just so great because you can't afford, and then you'll respond like, you know, sometimes quick, but sometimes like two, three days later, mm -hmm. which, which is fine because you're creating this, you're creating a flow in your, in your life and in your work, the periods of uninterrupted focus, which is so vital to the work that you and I do. That's worked wonders in your, in your, in your work, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's funny, it seems, you know, a lot of these things are leading back to the four hour work week. So like, I learned it again from there, like the concept of batching, which I'm sure you're familiar with, like, that's what I do. So I'm actually I'm working on that three days is a little long. So sorry about that. Yeah. that so no. um, I'm doing my best and my assistants, you know, we're doing our best with it. But um, you know, some days I just do podcast interviews, like today, it'll just be like phone calls and interviews all day. And then uh, it'll actually be that way tomorrow as well. But then there's two days out of the week where I don't do any calls and no interviews, nothing. Like I just put my phone on do not disturb and it's pure focus. So I think that works better if you're able to create that because um, then you can get in that flow of silent work and then you can get in that flow of just talking to people all day long. Um, I agree. So my phone's always, always on do not disturb too. That's good. You know, <laughs> I, I, people like me and you, I'm, I'm sure you get this too, random calls from, from like trying to sell you stuff all the time. Oh, <laughs> like wh why I can't understand why people pick those, those phone calls up. It just throws, it just interrupts your focus. Right. And for people like you and I, who, I mean, how many books, how many books have you written, Tyler? Oh, written, uh, I think over 10. I'm not sure the exact number. Exactly. So to write a, to be able to write a book, much less 10, um, you need, absolutely need those periods of uninterrupted focus, deep work. I have a book right behind me called Deep Work um, by Cal Newport that I read all about this. Could you have, could you have written those books snagging phone calls every single hour and and yeah. replying to emails every other hour and checking it for no yeah, yeah in fact you even got to take it like a step further like i, I think 
not even just the phone, but like you have to have everything closed out on your computer, um, like lock your door. Like it's like writing a book is like another level of focus in my opinion. Cause like, and I don't know, maybe that book speaks about it, but for me, it probably takes about 20 minutes to get into that like flow state. And once you're in it, like you're in it, but like if somebody knocks on the door and like comes in or something that can take you right out of it. And then it takes another 20 minutes to get back in it. So like that, you don't have time for that. So, I mean, you got to create the environment is what I'm saying to allow yourself to get in that flow state and then not allow anybody to intrude and interrupt because once you're interrupted, you, you, you are out of it. So mm. that's what I'd say. You know, I would go to such an extreme where, uh, <laughs> where lunch would roll around, you know, and I'd been, uh, this book right next to me, by the way, I wrote it in 29 days from March 18th to April 17th and then published it on May 17th. And there are no errors in it. It's 184 pages. But to do that, I would start in the morning, get to my computer, start writing and lunch would roll around. And I would just, uh, I'd be like, you know, the food would be right there, but I'd say no. And I lost, <laughs> I lost like 15 pounds, 10, 15 pounds in the writing of this book and I still haven't gained it back. I'm like stuck at 147, which is, I mean, hey, it's a good problem to have, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but it's, funny, you gotta take it to these extremes sometimes, you know? It's, it's funny, fun. when, I, when I wrote my first book, it's just funny you're saying that because I, I actually lived in Iowa at that time with six other guys. We like put together this little entrepreneur house. And when Ooh. I wrote that book, I actually lost like 20 pounds, my first book. Um, because I was, I was like, you did like, I would get in that focus state and I would actually just forget to eat. Like I would have like dinner, maybe that's it. Like one meal a day. And it took me longer than one month. I think it was like, it was two or three months in total to finish my first book. And yeah, I cut my friends cause you know, I lived with six other people after a while. They're like, dude, you're starting to actually look like a little unhealthy. Like you should like do something. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm focused, man. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's funny it happened to you as well. Yeah, totally. So as far as, you know, that's, that's a great uh, tip writing the book, you know, creating those, uh, getting into those states of flow. What are some, I know you help a lot of people, you and your team help a lot of people to write and publish their first book uh, successfully. What are some, I, and, and I mean, me too. I ha I mean, I don't have a whole business around it, but, everyone comes to me to learn how to write a book. And unfortunately I can't, I can't serve them all one-on-one, -on -one. <laughs> you know, it's just, I just can't. Um, so what are so, like three or four tips to, what does the process look like? Uh, yeah. what, what would you tell someone who isn't sure uh, how to write a book, how to get it out? Yeah. So first thing I always tell people is complete the process. Don't perfect the process. And what I mean by that is to, to finish a book. This is what I did is first thing I call it like a, a brain dump slash like mind map. So get like a big poster board, whiteboard, whatever it is. And whatever topic you're going to be writing on, just draw a circle, put that in the middle. And then like any other topics that are really like subtopics that are in your head that you want to write about, just put them all over the board. So at the end of it, for me, my first book was about networking. I put like what you can do before conferences, during conferences, after, how to follow up. Like all these ideas were in my head. It was like a hundred of them. 
and the board looked crazy, but I needed to get it out of my head because when it's in your head, it's like stressful and you like think you're going to forget stuff. So the first thing is just like get everything on the canvas, if you will, like as, like as an artist. And then from there, then put them into like chapter topics. And I think of it as like blog posts. So I cut mine down to 17 different topics, main ones, and I combined some. And then I wrote each chapter separate without organizing anything. Like I didn't put it in any order yet. I just wrote them separately. After I wrote it, then it kind of came to me naturally what order to put it in. So then I put it in that order. And then I actually did the intro and conclusion last. And then the title was the last thing I picked. So I, and a lot of people will do it the complete opposite way. And I think that's what stumps a lot of people is because before they even start writing, they're like, well, got to figure out this title. And a title is not like really the easiest thing always to figure out. So like if they can't come up with a catchy title, they're like, can't do it. <laughs> can't, can't proceed. So like what's funny is if you do it the way I just mentioned, everything kind of falls into place. Like if you write out your, your whole book in, in no order, you'll naturally learn and figure out the appropriate order. And then from that, a title will naturally come to you. Like, at least that's how it is for me. So, um, and a lot of people I've worked with. So I do that. And um, yeah, and then obviously publishing and marketing, but that's my process for, for writing the book. Rock on. How do you, shifting, shifting topics here, mainstream media, how do you, I, I know you hook people up with interviews as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you go about doing that? How do you secure, you know, if that's a big part of getting your, getting your book out successfully, um, you know, getting, getting booked to maybe appear on other people's shows and, and what have you. Uh, how do you go about doing that? How do you get booked? Yeah, so two things. One, from the podcast I do with the amount, I've made like a lot of connections, you know, like yourself. So like now I have a database of definitely over a thousand like podcasters that I wouldn't say like, I'm not like best friends with all of them. Like that would be crazy, but I like know them. Um, so, you know, building that network is now valuable. Right. Um, so that's how like, and I have them all in like certain categories, uh, like business, personal development, networking, some are like fiction, and I just have that in a database. And then every time I onboard a new client, I look through the database. I'm like, okay, she wrote a book on personal development. These are the 200 podcasters I know that do that. And I just reach out to them and be like, hey, do you want to feature her on the show? And usually I can get somebody like 20, 30, maybe 40 interviews, like fairly easy because of that connection I have. Mm, so um, let's... Let's pause here. Let's make, this is actually big and this is going to be helpful for, for people. Where, how can people get your, get your help with this? How can people get hooked up with your network? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you can just email me for this particular Tyler at authorsunite.com and just let me know you're looking to get on interviews, whether it's book related or not, I could definitely help you. Rock on. And to see this in action, for an example, for the people listening, we had Jocelyn on Jocelyn, Kuhn was brought on, uh, was recommended by you to yeah. me. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll have her. I'd love to have her on the show. And so I guess that was like two episodes ago or three episodes ago now. And great interview. Yeah. She's badass. <laughs> I love Jocelyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast now. This is the other thing I want to talk to you about. 
how do you go about launching a podcast successfully? Yeah. So interestingly enough, I know how to launch books very well, how to actually do a podcast launch. I didn't actually do a launch, but what I've done is created like a system that I believe it's, you know, valuable content, it's shorter interviews, and I do a lot of them. And it's, and it's funny that you spoke about the top 100 in Anchor because I ju actually just noticed that. Like, I didn't even know I was there. Um, I noticed it like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, yo, I'm like number 50 in all of Anchor. I'm like, whoa, that's actually pretty dope. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Um, so, you know, I think uh, I don't necessarily have a strategy for that, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I know that there is a way to um, do it like a book launch where it's like, you when you you can start your podcast and you I think you leak out like 20 shows all at once and um and and then and take this like a grain of salt because I've never done this personally but I think that's how you do it you have reviews come in and then when you do that right in the beginning it can shoot you up the rankings in iTunes um and that's similar with a book launch is like you want to get as many book sales as possible in a short time period and then that can get you to number one in an Amazon category so similar strategy, but um, yeah, for me in the podcast, it's just quality content and a lot of it. And that's gotten me in the top, you know, 100 and reviews really just come from, you know, asking people like you, you've seen my system. So it's like afterward, I'm like, Hey, would you leave a review? So some of the people I interview leave reviews and then some of the people that interview, I, I don't, or leave a review. I don't know them, but it's worth an ask, you know? And once you get, you know, a few hundred reviews on a podcast, like that looks pretty, it looks good. So you'll definitely draw more uh, listeners that way as well. Sure does. Yeah. I'm, I'm working, working up to that right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not that easy. It's not incredibly easy, but, but there's a, you do it very well and you've got to yeah. think about it. It's not easy. That's no. for sure. Reviews for anything are not easy. Getting yeah. reviews for your book, I'm sure you've experienced that too. Like, I don't know, dude, you'll ask like 500 people, this is real, and 500 will say yes. Literally, everybody will say yes. And then you'll get like 50. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what happened to all you guys? I, I don't know. I know. <laughs> Tyler, what's been the highlight of your career? or so to say um highlight of my career i mean i'd have to go back to my first book man like i think that that's really what set things off for me like when i held a copy of my first book i was like whoa dude like this is real like i because at the time too like i was i dropped out of school at like 20 years old my first book came out at 21 so like i I wasn't sure when I dropped out what I wanted to do. I just knew I didn't want to wear a suit and tie every day. I just knew that. So when the book gave me the confidence to like run a business and like speak on stages, like the book was the foundation for everything. So I'd say that that that's the highlight still. Yeah, me too, man. I, I'll, I'll never forget the, when the, when the package came in with my first, uh, first couple of books holding it. Yeah, dude. Um, and I didn't know that about you because I, of course, I did it when I was 20. I, I am 20, but I didn't know that about you that you were 21 when you had done that. So very similar sort of 
paths here. How old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? Just turned 27. So oh, I'm, my I'm getting, gosh. I'm getting close yeah. to 30, man. I'm feeling old, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Um, so after you had dropped out of college, too, I am a everyone, – everyone who's listened to this, everyone who – Everybody knows me knows that I despise today's education system, and I thre- and I threaten to drop out all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm just I've just started year year three out of four. So, <laughs> why did why did you drop out? What brought you to that decision? And has it been a profitable? decision in in business and in life has it been a profitable decision absolutely so so okay just to keep things like full circle here again four-hour work week impacted this (laughs) so i read the four-hour work week and then that is what made me realize that i could do things on my own and then also realizing that i didn't want the corporate job which is what college gives you so just to preface this like i think if if you want to be a doctor, lawyer, then probably you, you should do college. Like that's probably a best, the best thing to do. But my major was entrepreneurship. And what I started to do actually, and it's the premise of, of my book kind of, is I started to reach out to all these conference coordinators and ask them if I could help them with the event in exchange for allowing me to come for free. So the first one that I asked says yes, and it's this conference called Mastermind Talks. Tim Ferriss is the keynote speaker and I help him for six months, get sponsors. He flies me out to Toronto and I get to go to the event and I meet Tim, which was just crazy. Like I was like, wow, I mean, Tim Ferriss, I'm a fanboy if you haven't noticed. <laughs> so, so, and then I met all these entrepreneurs and I was like, and it just hit me like entrepreneurship is something that needs to be experienced, not as much so like taught. So to me, it didn't make sense to pay. I went to University of South Carolina. It was 30 grand a year that I was uh, paying. So that'd be 120 grand, four years. So I dropped out actually right where you're at, like beginning of third, third year. Um, so it saved me 60 grand. <laughs> and uh, I will say that, <laughs> uh, which is good. Um, and then, and then I did start, I wrote the book, started to speak and then authors unite. I've been running now for five, five and a half years. So definitely profitable, saved me six years. And if if you want to be an entrepreneur, I don't quite get school for you. I don't see the fit, but if you want to do something else like a lawyer, then I think it's a good thing. Yes, there's, I mean, of course, there's some things you need degrees for most of it. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, to your point, entrepreneurs, no, you know, doctors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even though that could totally be revamped too. my, my father is a doctor. My mother's a nurse yet only 4%. I think the number when I had been doing research a while ago, only like 4% of doctors receive any training or education in nutrition they think wheat bread and and milk is healthy you know just all the way around the whole education system needs to be revamped yeah yeah so what's next for you tyler dude for me man two main things are authors unite helping as many people as possible with their books because i think as you're experiencing too like a lot of people want to write a book and it seems like such a daunting thing 
But if you can lay out a process for them, you know, like I explained earlier in the show, then it can give them what they need to, to finish it. So I want to help as many people as possible do that. And then second thing is really even doing more interviews than I'm already doing because it really like fills me up. I absolutely love it. And yeah, I can just see myself. The cool thing with podcasting is, is that you don't ever have to retire. You know, like I, I can see myself at 80, like doing podcasting, <laughs> you know, because you could still do it at 80 years old. It's, you know, nothing would be affecting you to be able to not do it. So yeah, I just want to keep interviewing people, connecting, learning. And um, yeah, I'd say those are the two things. Mm. Yeah. You have a great community with uh, the, where people look up to you with authors, unite.com and the Facebook group, which I'm a part of, which is great. And then we have this small little LinkedIn circle. Yeah. I'm hoping to grow that, man. That's going to get bigger. Yeah. That's uh, it, it, you have a really great thing going on and I don't have, unfortunately I have nothing at the moment to help people with nothing on my websites or anything to help people with writing their books. So uh, if you're listening to this and you want help writing your book, authorsunite.com, that's the place to go. So yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to help anybody uh, with it. Cause it's important, dude. I think it's a big thing. A lot of people like put on the, put on the side burner for years. So the fact that you did it at 20, Dude, it probably feels so good just to like, kind of like have it out of the way, man. Because it, it's like in the back of people's mind. I've spoken to people for like 10, 20 years. They've been thinking about it and life just gets in the way. And it's like, no, nah, just do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, um, it's like this pipe dream. Yeah. How else can we support you, Tyler? Is there any, I mean, yeah, authorsunite.com. We've talked about that plenty. Um, is there anywhere yeah. else that we, that you would want people to connect with you? Yeah, definitely. Well, as you know, I'm big on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn. And then if you'd like to be on, on the podcast, I'm always open to having people on the podcast made that very clear, I think in this area. So feel free, the same email I mentioned earlier, just you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. If it's a good fit, I'd love to have you on. Um, yeah, I'd say that's about it. Right on. Tyler, I'd like to acknowledge you for taking the leap of faith in your life and dropping out at some, a leap of faith that, that I can't say I'll be able to take. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to I acknowledge you as well for just being, being real with me and, uh, and giving me that first opportunity. And you're, you're an awesome guy. This has been one of my favorite interviews so far. I just, I, I feel like I feel like they keep getting better and better. I mean, this is only like, you know, 30 something, but nice. this is, this has been great. And I, you're only, uh, uh, did I see you're only in Miami? Uh, yes. I'm in Miami. Yep. Yeah, dude. We'll, we'll certainly be linking up someday soon. Where, where are you at again? Uh, Fort Myers. Oh, nice. It, okay. It's funny too, because my friend is like, he's driving over to Miami today. I was, I could have, we we've been talking about it all week. I could have like. <laughs> could have done a live interview. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll table it for the next, for, for the next time. But yeah. Um, so my final question for you, Tyler, what does life beautifully designed look like to you? I think it's doing whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it with whoever you want to do it with at, at all times. So for me, I think I had to create something that 
I could do for work that I also loved. And I think everybody needs to do that. I think the time of like doing something from nine to five that you don't like to then do things you do like outside of that time frame is over. And I, I would suggest you try to figure out how you can fill your whole day with things that you do like. So yeah, that's what I'd say. Tyler Wagner, thank you so much for being a part of this. Of course, man. Happy to be here. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. And if you enjoyed this one today, make sure you subscribe if you have not already, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And make sure to leave an honest review as well. When you leave a review, we grow. We spread this message of growth even further. Now, if you're ready to really take your life to the next level, then you can go ahead and get my book, Growth Mindset University, which is available on Amazon. And by getting this book, you're not just supporting me and this channel, but you're also getting a book that's going to lay out the rules and principles for you to creatively and effectively design your life full of joy and fulfillment. Whatever that looks like to you, it's going to be a life filled with purpose. All right, now thank you for listening today. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.